Welcome to Jordan Drew, the sports crew. Drew's College Athlete Spotlight. We're on episode nine now already. You know, it feels like just yesterday we started episode one with Johnny Tim, but here we are, episode nine, and we're in division three, and we're going to be talking some football here, and we have a man, you know, who's played football a lot, and he's a very knowledgeable man in the field of football. We got Dustin Burgundy on from Lakeland University. Dustin, how you doing today? Really good. Thanks for having me on. I, re- I really appreciate this. Of course, you know, it's going to be fun. Um, we'll, we'll talk later in the episode about kind of your project, you know, with what you guys got going on for your podcast. So stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to this, Dustin. And let's let's get right into it here. We're going to start in high school. Dustin, you went to Valder's High School, so that's where I went, my alma mater. We share it there. And um, just with that, you know, when did you start playing football? Yeah, we did go to school together. It was great times back in that day. But uh, I started playing football back in, I mean, technically fourth grade, you count flag football. I don't know if you ever played that at all. I mean, that was a blast from the past. I don't know if anybody ever played flag football in like middle school or like elementary school, but that was fun. I remember back in the day, you know, just thinking, you know, you were like Calvin Johnson, just catching touchdowns in the end zone, just thinking whatever. And then, you know, so tackle football, though, I started in fifth grade. And then you got to realize I'm like, oh, man, I'm playing the offensive line for the rest of my life, not receiver anymore. <laughs> little little uh little self-confidence down the hill there but it's all right but yeah so I started tackle football in fifth grade and played ever since did you ever do that Monday night football was that around for you they did oh it? yeah 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 I remember that that was good times yeah so that was something Valders put on where they'd have varsity players come out and assist younger kids really you know go through some drills and just just have a good time and, and that was certainly a thing you know I remember a lot of people played I I did a couple of years I think so uh just looking back at it you know something oh to get kids into the game of football and it certainly you know got you into it Dustin that and the flag football they did the Valder's flag football league I remember it was whatever it was they had kids play yeah. good yeah, stuff I'm not sure but yeah that uh that Monday Night Football yeah a lot of kids really enjoyed that it seemed like it definitely got a lot of kids interested so it was definitely a good thing to have in the community that's for sure yeah so you mentioned uh you played football then you know starting fourth, fifth grade. Um, what were there any other sports that were really on your mind throughout middle school, and high school? Uh, I played basketball for a little stunt, like a year and it just, you know, I couldn't get into it. And then when middle school, high school rolled around, I started wrestling and that's kind of, that was my second love sport. You know, I was just pretty good at it. It went hand in hand with football. It was just, it was a lot of fun. Just kind of like football, you know, you just have a lot of good memories and just going to tournaments on weekends. It's a little different than football, but yeah, it's a lot of time spent in that. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, with playing those two sports, I mean, both those parts, very, you know, a lot of contact. So, you know, with a training program, was there something where you left, were you able to lift a lot during those seasons? Cause I mean, you, that two of the seasons right there, I mean, you're, you're playing sports. I mean, how'd you make time for lifting or let's hear it. Um, it was tough. I mean, especially going from football to wrestling, there wasn't much time to really kind of work out it was just, you know, whenever you could, it was like maybe a week or two we'll lift and then you went right into wrestling, depending how long the football season went, playoffs, whatever. But yeah, between those seasons, it wasn't much lifting, but like in the off seasons, yeah, I mean, it was much as I could, whenever I could, it was just the only thing you could really do for that. And you graduated then 20, was it 2017, 2016? Yep. 2017. 2017. Okay. So, you know, it's been, it's been a while now. Um, but uh, just looking through at that, you know, thinking back, thinking back some like moments in high school, some high school football. Um, did you ever have like that moment, you know, like, I mean, now, now we see you play D, 
D3 at Lakeland, but was there that moment, you know, I can, I can do this at the college level? Did you ever have those thoughts? Man, you're really making me sound old here, you know. Just I'm only yeah. 24, man. Pump the brakes or 23. I'm 18, <laughs> so you know I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a young buck compared to me, anyways. Uh, uh, you know, not really. It, you know, when I left high school, I thought, you know, Mike, I wanted my career to end. I was happy with what I did in high school and you know the success we had. But you know, time just went on. And, you know, you kind of every now and then, you know, you kind of like, oh, I, I miss playing. You know, I want to play again. And you know, I, I played. Obviously, I'm not going to get too detailed now. We can talk about this a little bit, but I played for a little bit, then I left, then I came back. It just kind of been a roller coaster, and you know, I just love the game too much to be away from it. Really, that's kind of how it ended. Awesome. So, um, just thinking now back, you know, you know, um, you played some of the guys you played with. I mean, you played with some really talented guys back at Balders. Uh, you know, thinking Luke Gedicky, for example, guys like Christopher Evenson. How was it just playing with those guys, having having those guys on your side? Well, I mean, it's obviously, it's just, you know, a dream come true playing next to those guys. I mean, obviously you see Luke with all his success and Chris with all his success and track, you know, especially looking back now, seeing, you know, the guys I played with and just the talent levels they were, you know, it was incredible to have all those guys in one team. You know, it's unfortunate we didn't have the success we wanted to have, but just to be able to see those guys, and I mean, especially Luke, you know, just seeing him come from what he was a sophomore, now what he is now, I mean, you could just see the dedication and some of those guys that play at the next level, and he was definitely one of them. That dude had just unreal dedication. I mean, seven, eight meals a day. He's just sitting there scarfing down a whole fish just in like two minutes just to get in an extra meal. It's just ridiculous seeing what some of those guys did to succeed. And talking teammates, well, is there is there anyone you know at high school you know who you you really want to shout out? You know that guy who maybe didn't get a lot of love. Mm, I mean, there's a lot of guys. I mean, I really. I can shout out everyone on my team, honestly. I, I liked a lot of the guys, Got a, had a lot of good relationships. I still talk to probably 75% of, you know, the guys I played with and just a lot of great guys, great personalities, just great people overall. Yeah, that really shows, you know, football being a brotherhood. You know, they always say that, and uh, that's, that's a prime example right there. Um, uh, going now, you know, some side questions here. Was the field of dreams and valors, was that your favorite field, or did you have a favorite field in high school? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't beat the Valley field. I know people talk down about it. I love that field. I don't care what anybody says. That field is amazing. Just it seemed like there was always so many good games set in that field. Just no matter what year, what level, it was just so many good games played in that field. I say the second, though, I'd say Chilton's field. I thought just like the bowl setting they had was just kind of cool. You know, just seeing the stands. So it was kind of cool. I'll give them credit. That was kind of cool. That's I. I don't know. That might, that might be an unpopular one. Um, I'm not, I was never a big fan of the bowl. Because I did, I did track the last year they had meets on, on that uh, track, and that was the blacktop, you know, track. So it wasn't really ideal. Nobody really liked it. Um, I always, you know, have kind of not so great feelings about that field. But you know, playing on playing on some of the fields that we that I was able to play on my senior, year, you know, Keel had that new track or that new uh, turf field we saw. That was that was some, some crazy stuff there. Uh, KLC, we play on two turf fields actually. I mean, looking two different teams had a turf field, and we played Keel then two twice, so got three games on turf then. But um, now just going through it, uh, you, you know, let's transition a little here into college. So you're at Lakeland University now. You are a junior now, right? Yeah, technically a junior. I'm I'm a I'm in my master's degree, but I'm technically a junior playing. Perfect. So you know, talking about um, you know going through through for your master's, as you said. Uh, did you go there then for that, like, or undergrad, or like, well, how'd you get that all done? 
Yeah, so I uh, I originally started LTC. I did a year there, and then I transferred, did my whole undergrad at Lakeland, and then I obviously now I'm going to Lakeland again. Yeah, it was just – I really like it there. You know, no complaints, just pretty easy going. Not much to say about it, just kind of like it there. Nice. And, uh, you know, junior football season for you then, as you said, is complete. And Lakeland, the Muskies, they, you know, they did, they did phenomenal that year, including yourself, eight and two overall, six and two in conference. This was certainly, you know, a team. And you were telling me a story about you guys received a vote or something for division three, right? For football. Uh, yeah, yeah, we uh, we received a vote for uh, like an honorable mention for top twenty five team in the nation. You know, I was even surprised myself because like when the season ended, I didn't really look at it too much. You know, I kind of, you know, season was over my eye. You know, I was I was footballed out for the time. I'm like, I need a little mental break from it. But then like last week, I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of want to see how the top twenty five ended just to kind of look and see what they said. And I was looking through the honorable mention, like, oh, I'm like, oh, we got a vote. <laughs> Yeah, so it's kind of cool to see that we get some recognition for that. Certainly is, you know, repping D3 football, you know, repping the area too. Um, you're still around this Eastern Wisconsin area and, um, you know, talking then like position wise, um, you, you already mentioned, you know, offensive line your whole life and that you can't go wrong with the offensive line in the trenches, but where on the offensive line did you, do you prefer? And like, where have you been playing, you know, in high school, college, where was your ideal spot? Oh, you know, it's again, that was a roller coaster with kind of picking positions because then when I got in high school, I started at center and I thought I was going to play center. And then they moved me to tackle. And then my senior year, they moved me to guard. And then when I got to college, I mean, my first stunt at college, I played for a little bit. I played the end, actually. So I played defensive end for a little bit. And that was, it was fine. But now when I came back, I thought I was going to play guard. And that was my intention. That's what their intention was. And all of a sudden, like a week before the season starts, they're like, oh, yeah, we want you to play tackle. I'm like, huh? I'm like, tackle. They're like, yeah, we want you to play tackle. I'm like, wow, that's going to be a transition. So, yeah, going from every transition to different positions, it was a it was a roller coaster, but it was fun. So I pretty much played everywhere. And that's, you know, that's what the great offensive linemen do, you know, being a utility guy, being able to play anywhere on that offensive line. And, you know, were, were you able to – because they, they don't really give us, like, the stats and stuff. Um, were you able to then – were you starting then? Sure. So I started the whole, like, conference – schedule I started so I was supposed to start every game but then like literally our at the day after our first scrimmage we had a guy get COVID so then I got quarantine or quarantine trace and I had to sit for two weeks so I missed the first game and then the second game they didn't start me because it wasn't really fair to start me over the guy that was sitting there the whole time which I understood it sucked but it was the way it was and then first conference game rolled around and I was starting again perfect so yeah we get we had a guy starting every game in this year for a team that got a vote in division three. And I also want to point something out. You have a, ta- you got a tackle this year. You want to talk about that? Uh, I, I might've been a fun job. Cause I don't remember getting the tackle. I, I didn't know if there was an interception or something, you know, where, where um, you were, you got a tackle. So I, I had to ask, I had that, you know, the only thing I could have think it is, is maybe there was a fumble. It was kind of, it was a really weird thing. Eureka. Or was like, yeah, it was at Eureka. We were yep, like, that's uh, the, our quarterback was just scrambling around trying to make something happen. He fumbled. And I was like, I mean, I don't know why, but at midfield, it was like super slippery. So all of us were like slipping around and we're trying to like get the ball, whatever. And maybe I touched the guy when he was down. Maybe that's what happened. They credit me to tackle. I'm not sure, honestly. A solo tackle unassisted for Dustin Burgundy, you know, one tackle on the year 
that certainly that's the lone stat they give you because I mean offensive line stats. I mean they got pro football focus. That's you know how they really great offensive linemen and really like the eye test, you know. But uh looking through that, but going through the schedule, I mean looking through the teams you guys played this year, Illinois College and Anderson University for the non conference games, you guys handled them very nicely there. 28, 28 to eighteen and then fifty four forty one. And then going into the conference play, uh you guys play then in uh, what it's the was it the WA? No, it's it's the NAC conference. NAC, there it is, the NACC, and that yeah. you know that features a lot of the the parochial or private universities around the Wisconsin, Illinois, you know that area, and you know going into it, then September eighteenth, Wisconsin Lutheran College, no problem there, fifty six to seven, and then Saint Norbert, uh, forty to eight, we saw, and then just going through it. Domination down down the way. The two lone losses come to Benedictine University and also then Aurora University are the two losses. And you know what what opponent would you guys consider your rivalry in in the NAC conference? The NAC. Uh, I would say Concordia, Wisconsin is probably like our rival. It all started way back in the day. It was like it's called the cheese the cheese bowl trophy. So it's like a little little trophy with like a cheese football on it it's actually kind of cool and like they keep track all around it like kind of who wins every year and it just it gets intense and you know we we have chance i'm not going to say it what we actually say but it's some chance of you know a certain select word of cuc so no not cuc cu dub excuse me sorry cu dub i'm thinking Corey, chicago but yes blank word cu dub so yeah we uh we don't like each other very much and they don't like us very much yeah, you're talking about Bernie Vandenhuvel's school right now on the podcast. Yeah. So, you know, if he's listening, just you know, that's a good that's a good rivalry. So, um, going through then some more college questions here. Just how has it been? You know, overall, I mean, you mentioned you had a brief stint and then you came back. You know, how's how's it been this time around? Oh, I mean, it's been so much fun. I mean, it's just night and day. You know, first time, not even really get into it. It just wasn't wasn't a good setup. But then now this time, yeah, it's just it's a ton of fun, you know. Just the coaches in general, they just care, they care so much about everybody, not just on the field but off the field, you know. Because obviously, a lot of people in D three, they just they love the game. They're there because they love it. They want to play, and just the amount of care they give towards their personal life, you know, it just it just means the world that they actually care about us off the field rather than just how we do on the field. So it's just a really great, you know, reminds me of high school. Just a great brotherhood and just great relationships overall. Yeah, I was gonna make that comparison too. It just it feels like that high school kind of setting, you know, that brotherhood and, um, you know, just with the teammates then. So it's been great, you know, have been able to make some lifelong friends there, I'm sure as well. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. I got a lot of guys, <laughs> a lot of guys I'll probably talk the rest of my life. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of goofy characters. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Some of the guys, some of the things we do is just <laughs> very questionable. <laughs> I can only imagine. So, um, how did you end up then choosing Lakeland? You know, you mentioned LTC for a year. How, how did Lakeland then come into the picture? Well, it kind of started with uh, like a transfer, you know, scholarship they offered through LTC because like, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to get my bachelor's or not. So it was just kind of an option I had. And, you know, kind of what I talked about, I thought my football career was done after high school. So, you know, I was kind of setting up being done. Well, then I got an LTC. And I'm like, hey, you know, I kind of want to play and I knew Lakeland had a team. So that's kind of how it happened, how I got to Lakeland. Perfect. So that, that's how it happened. And now Dustin Bergen, a junior, now going into his senior year then at Lakeland University. So 
I mean, looking through it, are you are you looking forward then to your senior year in football? Is it going to be then your last? Is it the two year MBA then? Yeah. So, um, yeah, this will be my last season. It's my last year of eligibility, actually. So, like the NCAA only grants you so many years of eligibility, and this will be my last one. So, yeah, this will be my last ride. And yeah, so it's just a two year MBA. I'm done after next spring, and on my way then on to living. Yeah, back and then going into the real world and. Um... I just want to touch on some more football questions here before we talk some academics and your podcast lockdown corner. So, um, you know, t- thinking that adjustments, what has been the biggest adjustment you've had to make from high school football to college football? Uh, definitely the speed of the game, the speed of the game. I mean, just, just for even, I mean, I guess I'm not sure how familiar people are with D3 football in Wisconsin, especially, but you know, Wisconsin D3 football is one of like, the, that's the real deal. I mean, like these guys could compete with, the small D1, even some of the big D1 schools, like that's how good they are. And just the speed of everyone's game and just the intelligence it takes to just like succeed. It's just unreal. Like it's takes so much more time and just effort to be successful at this level. Yeah. You mentioned some top D3, you know, I think of whitewater. We saw them in the national championship for division three, even just, it was, it was last year even. So just thinking about that, you're, you're, Spot on with that. D three college football in Wisconsin is no joke. It really isn't. You know, there's some there's some top teams here, and certainly, yeah, some teams who could definitely be with some of those D two schools for sure. And um, you know, training that I I think of is that something we see in the weight room every day at Valders. But is that something that you've had to like to accelerate here now? Going now in college these past few years, or how's that been? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a really big adjustment. For sure. Um, in high school, you know, you come in lift, you just kind of enjoy the time, don't really think of it too much. But then when you when you get to college, you know, it's just like you got to be laser focused. Like, you know, there's times where I goof around and have, have fun because I mean, you have to listen. Like, being at the gym is miserable. But like when it comes down to it, you got to lock in and you know, you got to know when to lock in too. And just, I mean, two a day workouts at some point, you know, I have my own trainer working out with him, working explosive footwork stuff. I mean, it's just, it's brutal some days. It really is. But you know, I love it, and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't change for anything in the world. Yeah, that, that's that's the love of the game, right there. It truly is. We talked. You know, what was your undergrad then? Did we did we talk about what you majored in? Uh no, I don't think we did. Uh, my undergrad was in business administration, and now I'm in my MBA, so master's of business administration. Okay. So with that, you know, is there a long term career goal to kind of implement that MBA? Uh, I mean, I wish I could say yes, but it's not the truth. Uh, I have no idea yet. And that's kind of why I'm in the point where I am. You know, I had a couple ideas, you know, I was working full time at Coke, but then COVID happened stuff. So I'm kind of still trying to figure it out what I want to do. I'm thinking something, maybe healthcare. I was like, you know, being talking to people, working with people, especially in the healthcare setting, you know, people appreciate being helped and whatever. And yeah, with an MBA, you can, the world of opportunities is open truly. And you mentioned you like talking, talking to people, and that kind of leads us into your podcast here. The Lockdown Corner is what Dustin Burgundy has been working out with a few other guys, and you know he he comes on our he's coming on our show right now, and hopefully then I will be on their show too to talk some football. But the the mic is yours, Dustin. Tell us about the Lockdown Corner. Yeah, so the Lockdown Corner it's a podcast between. Uh... Me and two of my friends, Alex Brolt and Alec Route. I'm sure maybe some of the people listening to the podcast remember him. Old Valor's alum, too. Alex is uh, actually my girlfriend's bo- brother. 
who is from Green Bay. But uh, yeah, we we love it. We just talk about Packer football, some other football news, and just kind of go into depth about you know every week in the Packers and what's going on. And just we have a blast with. It. I mean, it's more of just us picking on each other rather than us doing anything else. And just yeah, we have a blast with. It. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, certainly a a podcast I'd recommend to listen to here on the Sports Crew. We we record our episodes Friday, Saturday, Sunday for our Monday episodes. So. With that, you don't get to hear a lot of Packers with just with it. it just doesn't work because you know we're in an ep- we're airing the episode Monday eight a.m. So can't be really done you know during Sunday during the Packer game. So not a lot of Packers talk. You hear that you hear more Packer talk on our journey to a million series, which is Friday at eight a.m. But we never have we never really break it down. So if you want to hear some guys break it down with a little comedic twist, I certainly recommend listening to Lockdown Corner, and they're available everywhere. You know Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Their link will be in the episode bio also. So if you want to listen to them there, recommend doing that. And yeah, so hopefully I'll, then, like I said, I'll be on to talk some football with them with wild card weekend coming up. And then also we got, you know, the Packers divisional round coming up too. So, you know, Dustin, I wish you the best then with your senior year and wish you the best, you know, academically and athletically here as always. So, you know, anything else you want to add? No, just uh, again, thank you for having me on. You know, definitely, you guys run a great show. I mean, definitely keep listening to these guys, give you a lot of good information, detail, especially these college spotlights. I love it. You know, listen to everyone's stories and listen to where they've been. It's really inspirational. Thank you. Yeah, that's what that's our goal, and that's what we try to do here. So just going to go through our schedule then we got coming up. We got Friday. We got Robert Schimmick coming on with myself. We'll be talking some EWC hoops. We'll be talking girls basketball, and then also the Brilliant Rock Alley game we saw last Friday. It was arguably game of the year. So that'll be talked about. And then Saturday, Zach, Jared, and Drew are the journey to a million continues with our wildcard weekend special. So certainly listen to that Saturday at 8 a.m. That comes out. And then, you know, episode 45 comes out on Monday. So make sure to follow our socials. Then Twitter at JD sports pod, Instagram, Jordan, Drew underscore sports crew, YouTube, Jordan, Drew, the sports crew. And yeah, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.